0: Greetings and welcome to the Mount Calvary Nation podcast hosted by Mount Calvary Baptist Church in Dayton, Ohio, where our pastor is the Reverend S.N. Winston Jr. We thank you for joining us and hope that this episode blesses you. Praise the Lord, everybody. Hallelujah. Come on, open up your mouth and give God praise. Tell him "Thank thank you. He brought you through another week. He covered you. He kept you. He watched over you. He kept you safe. He kept you healthy. That deserves a praise. Come on, put your hands together and give God praise. Hallelujah. He's worthy of all the praise. Come on, let's set the atmosphere. Come on, open up your mouth and give him praise. God, you're holy. You're worthy. You're awesome. We magnify you. We glorify you. There's nobody like you, God. There's nobody like you, Jesus. Nobody like you. You can stay there real quick. There is none like you. No one else can touch my heart like you do. on the throne high and lifted up and his train filled the temple. We ask God right now to settle here God. Let us fill your train. Fill this place with your train God. And Lord let us fill your spirit Jesus. We magnify your name. We honor you and we bless your name. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. There's nobody like you God. Hallelujah. Say goodbye, your Say, hey, so, oh, Lord, we need, oh Lord we need you. Yes, God. We need to see we need you. To see Lord, we're desperate, God. Oh, we're desperate, for, desperate you. for you. Come on, say now. Now let your glory that only you need them. Come on, open up your mouth and say, God, settle in this place right now. Hallelujah. This is what we need them to do. Yeah. Here we go. So come on. Morning, take your seat. Our burdens, and our and your With you, With we, you. Can. we can Say, won't you settle? Won't you settle? Say Well of living water. water, you will never run dry. dry. Well of living water. Say, water, living water, you will satisfy. You will satisfy. You will satisfy. You will satisfy. Your glory will satisfy. You will satisfy. Your provision will satisfy. Say you will satisfy, you will satisfy, you will satisfy, you will sat- sat- say well You will never run dry. 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 You will never run Cause you will satisfy me. You will satisfy. You will satisfy me. You will satisfy. Say you will. You will satisfy me. You will satisfy. signs and wonders hallelujah miracle signs and wonders follow him hallelujah I know you may not see it yet but still believe that he does miracles signs and wonders mountains are still being moved strongholds, they're still being loosed, and we still believe. I know some of us, we feel like the man that said, I believe, but help my unbelief. We still believe in you, Father. We still know you can do miracles, God. You're doing them now, Father, and we thank you. Hallelujah. Yeah. Hallelujah. You're Hallelujah. doing them now, and we say thank you. Thank There's you, one Lord. scriptural reference that I always go to, and I'm always amazed about, and that's when uh, the the two fish, five loaves of bread. In that scripture, Jesus did not give a long drawn. He did not say, Father, do it. Do it now, God. Do it now, God. Even though there are times that call for that. But all he did was lift it up and he said, thank you. And as soon as he said, thank you, God multiplied it. Hallelujah. And I'm always amazed about that because God knew already in his heart what he needed. But all he needed to do with his mouth is say, thank you. Thank you and he provided the rest and there was more after that so he still does miracles he still does signs and he still does wonders even in the midst of this your thank you should not stop your hallelujah should not stop your praise should not stop your worship should not stop I may not see it but I know it's working out for me hallelujah hallelujah are still being moved yeah. Strongholds are still being moved at home miracle say, say we need a move right now, God. We need a move in our government, God. We need. from your heart, say, we need, we need a move, right now, right now, we need, we need a move, oh, say, we need a move, come on, if you need a move today, say, we need a move, need a move. think about whatever you need them to come into and say, we need God, as we're singing out to you, please God, hear. Yeah. Oh, 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 we oh, yeah. need Say, we need, we need, a move. we need a move. Oh, we need a move. I know this time is hard. Depression has come in the door, anxiety has come in the door, frustration has come in the door, impatience has come in the door, but we still cry out to God and we say, we need a move, we need a move. Say it one more time. Oh, we need a move. Yeah. We need a move. We won't get in your way, God. We need a move. We can do it by ourselves, Lord. We need a move. Yeah. We can't do it by ourselves, God. We need a move. Oh. Time wasted. We, we need a move. Oh, 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 we need a move. Now, wherever you are, come on and lift up your hands. Lift up your hands to God. In place. God, we need a move from you, Jesus. We need your spirit, God. We need your spirit, God. We need your spirit, God move by your spirit God move by your spirit God move by your spirit God do not allow what's going on to stop you from opening up your mouth and calling on your father we need to move the bible says when we call on him he hears us so open up your mouth the bible says when we call on him he hears us we need power in your mouth we need a move
1: spirit scripture, Acts chapter 4. Acts chapter 4 is where we're headed. Verse 12, just one verse of scripture today. From the the King James version of of the Holy Bible, here's what it says. Nor is there salvation in any other. For there is no other name under heaven given among men by which we must be saved. Acts chapter four. July the 17th of this year, this nation lost an icon, one who devoted the majority of his life to racial justice, to equity and equality, in the person of Congressman John Lewis. Representative Lewis was one of the founding members of the Student Nonviolent Coordinating Committee, and he helped to organize the March on Washington Dr. King. After spending decades as an activist, he began his stint in the United States House of Representatives in 1987, and this country owes a great debt of of gratitude to the life and work of the Honorable John Lewis. There is a phrase that has become popular since the congressman's death may have heard it floating around or seen it around the time of his funeral, that phrase is good trouble. It comes from a tweet that he sent out back in June of 2018. Now let me go ahead and explain what a tweet is for those who may be unfamiliar. A tweet is what we call a message that is posted uh, by your phone or by your computer. It's posted, it is sent out on the social networking service called Twitter. Basically, in tw- in 280 characters or less, people can let the world know what they're thinking in the blink of an eye. Alright, so in June 2018, Congressman Lewis sent out the following tweet. Do not get lost in a sea of despair. Be hopeful. Be optimistic. Our struggle is not a struggle of a day, a week, A month or a year, it is the struggle of a lifetime. Never be afraid to make some noise and get in good trouble, necessary trouble. And as we are reading and studying our way through the book of Acts, observing the early church and how the Holy Spirit moved among and through them, as I was studying this phrase, good trouble kept coming to my mind. And if you will give me just a little while, that's the subject that I would like to borrow from Congressman Lewis today is uh, good trouble. Say that with me, good trouble. That's what I want to preach today. You see... As we read through the first chapters of the book of Acts, the believers of old kept getting in trouble. They kept getting called before the Sanhedrin council. They kept getting thrown in jail. Apparently, after the Holy Ghost fell and the church was born on the day of Pentecost, at least the leadership of these believers couldn't stay out of trouble. And when I look at the church today, I see that apparently we can't stay out of trouble either. Every time you turn around on the television, every time you get on the internet, it seems like there is another church in trouble, another preacher in trouble, another ministry in trouble. But what kind of trouble? The church of today seems to remain in trouble, but apparently there are different kinds of trouble because when I see the church in trouble today, it's usually for trouble that ain't good. Mass and widespread molestation in the church, that ain't good trouble. Tax fraud, that ain't good trouble. Uh, pulpit, prim- uh, pulpit pimps and dirty deacons and misleading missionaries. That ain't good trouble, saints. There are whole websites devoted to finding and exposing the trouble in the church. That's one of the reasons why I started. I, I tried. I I tried to watch Greenleaf, but I just couldn't. Uh, there are now whole television series that while they are fictional, they are much too close to what's really going on in the church of God. But that ain't good trouble. And I want to stand today as a prophet of God to declare that the church needs to get in some good trouble. You see, there is a difference between the trouble that the early church was getting in and the trouble that we're getting in today. You want to know what good trouble is? It's here in chapters 4 and 5 of the book of Acts. The early church got in trouble because they wouldn't let go of Jesus' name. They got in trouble because they wouldn't stop calling his name. They got in trouble because they wouldn't leave Jesus' name out of what they were doing. Did you catch that? The modern church is getting in trouble for trying to promote our own name, but the early church kept getting in trouble because they were trying to promote his name. Y'all forgive me today. I do know what good sermon structure is, but let me just walk through these two chapters. I'm going to see if we can do these two chapters in about 20 minutes. I just need to walk quickly through these two chapters to show you why they were willing to get in good trouble. When we left off last week, Peter and John had just been the vessels of a great miracle. There was a certain lame man who was carried to the, uh, to the gate daily and laid at the gate, lame from birth, laid at the temple gate to ask for money from those who were coming up to the temple to worship and to pray. And on this day, he asked Peter and John, can you help me out? Can you spare some change? And Peter said, look at us. We don't have any silver or gold to give you. But Peter said, what we do have in the name of Jesus... Rise up and walk. And the Bible says Peter and John helped the man up and immediately strength came to his feet and ankle bones and he went into the temple and uh, he was walking and leaping and praising God. Well, people came out to see what was going on and so the, the, the people, uh, so they wouldn't get it twisted, Peter said, listen, we didn't heal this man, Jesus did. It's not us, it's Jesus. And when we pick up in chapter 4, the priests, the captains of the temple guard, and the Sadducees come to Peter and John while they're talking to the people, teaching and proclaiming that Jesus rose from the dead, and these religious leaders are mad. They are grieved that Peter and John are preaching about Jesus, and verse 3 lets us know that they got in some trouble. Verse 3 says that they seized Peter and John and put them in jail, and the next day, they had a very nice meeting on these brothers the religious leaders, the rulers, the elders, the teachers of the law. Annas was there, the high priest, and Caiaphas, and all those guys. And they brought the apostles in and said, By what name, by whose power have you done this? Now, instead of just being happy that the man was healed, instead of celebrating the fact that this man who had been lame from birth was now standing in their midst, they're worried about who gave them the the power to do this they're worried about whose name they're working under and Peter gets up full of the Holy Ghost and said be it known to everybody that it's by Jesus Christ of Nazareth that this man stands before you whole in other words there's healing in his name and that's really our first stopping point they are willing to get in some good trouble because they know that there's healing in that name no wonder the early church was willing to get in trouble for that name, they understood the healing in the name of Jesus they saw Jesus heal the sick they saw Jesus raise the dead and I've got good news for you saints whether you believe it or not there is still healing in the name of Jesus the name of Jesus still has the power to make you whole, I know I understand that there are uh, what we call cessationists who believe that the Lord doesn't heal anymore. But my Bible says Jesus Christ, the same yesterday, today, and forever. And when Isaiah was prophesying about him, he said, surely he has borne our griefs and carried our sorrows, yet we esteemed him stricken, smitten of God, and afflicted. But he was wounded for our transgressions. Bruised for our iniquities. The chastisement of our peace was upon him, and by his stripes we are healed. We've got a name that is stronger than cancer and coronavirus. We've got a name that's bigger than diabetes and depression. We have a name that's more powerful than hypertension and HIV. We have a name that can handle arthritis and AIDS. When we really realize that there is healing in his name, maybe we'll be willing to get in some good trouble about his name. Then Peter continues, Neither is there salvation in any other, for there is none other name under heaven given among men whereby we must be saved. First of all, they're willing to get in trouble for this name because there's healing in his name. But then Peter has the nerve to say that salvation is in his name. And not only that, but his is the only name in which there is salvation. Now, I know we live in a world of relativism. There is no good and evil. There is no right and wrong. It's all relative. There is no truth. There is no absolute truth. All truth is relative. You got your truth and I've got my truth and all truths are equally relevant. But that doesn't even make sense to me because if your truth is your truth and my truth is my truth and your truth contradicts my truth, then one of us is wrong but Peter is convinced that there is no other name which brings salvation and if we really believed that Jesus is who he says he is that he is the way the truth and the life and that nobody comes to the father but by him if we really believe that there is salvation in his name maybe we would be more willing to get in some good trouble for the sake of his name I mean don't you know it didn't Jesus save you Didn't Jesus pick you up? Didn't Jesus turn your life around? Didn't he rescue you from sin and shame? Didn't he set you up for all eternity? Didn't Jesus save you from the power of sin? From the penalty of sin? Won't you one day be saved from the presence of sin? Then how could we not say his name? So the officials bring them in and say, Listen, just don't speak in his name. Just Quit using the name of Jesus. You you can speak, but not in Jesus' name. You can heal, but not in Jesus' name. You can do what you do but don't mention Jesus. I said it a a few weeks ago for Pastor Bradfield's church. All these years later and the authorities are still trying to tell the church we want you to do what you do. Help make the neighborhood strong. Feed the hungry. Clothe the naked. Heal the sick. Bring the drug addict freedom. Uh, Bring reconciliation to the races but don't mention the name of Jesus. Come pray at our meetings. Come pray when we call you but don't call on Jesus' name. As a matter of fact, we'll give you money to help the community but don't mention Jesus name but church of the living God we have to stand like Peter and say do you think we should listen to you or listen to God we cannot help but to speak about what we've seen and heard And I don't know about you, but I've seen too much not to say his name. If you're there in your living room or your kitchen and anybody is anywhere around you, I need you to touch them and tell them, I've seen too much not to mention his name. I've seen the Lord make deacons out of dope heads I've seen the Lord make choir members out of crackheads. I've seen the Lord take shattered lives and rebuild them I've seen him deliver from all kinds of addictions I have seen the Lord take alcoholics and sober them as a matter of fact look at me I'm a testimony I didn't make it on my own and I'm not standing here all alone it was Jesus who gave me this opportunity look at me I'm a testimony No wonder the early church was willing to get in some good trouble over that name. Let me hurry up and get through this. They let these apostles go. They have to because of because all the evidence is standing right before them I mean nobody can argue the fact that there's healing in Jesus name when the man who was laying at the gate for 40 years when the man who was lame among them for 40 years is now walking among them you can't argue that there's salvation in his name when Peter preaches one sermon and three thousand people get saved and since then their number has grown to about 5,000 and now over in chapter 5 verse 14 it says that more and more people were being added to their number and signs and wonders were being performed so much so that people are bringing sick people and just laying them out in the street with the hope that Peter's shadow will just pass by them and make them whole crowds are gathering from the towns around Jerusalem and people are bringing those who are sick and those who are tormented by impure spirits and the Bible says all of them were healed but wouldn't you know it, wouldn't you know it by the time you get to verse 17 of chapter 5 the high priest and the Sadducees have the apostles arrested and put in jail. They get in some more good trouble, but this time, while the guards watch, while everybody's asleep, while the doors are locked, God tells an angel, Go down and get my boys out of jail. And as soon as they get out of jail, they go to the temple courts and start preaching that name again. When the officials finally discovered that the men are not in jail anymore the officials send for the apostles and bring them back and say we told you not to preach in his name. We, we told you to stop using his name. We told you to leave Jesus out of it and the apostles reply we must obey God rather than human beings but there was a teacher of the law among them a man who was honored by all the people his name was Gamaliel and he asked he said listen y'all leave us alone let us talk for a minute and he said this and it's our last stopping point today he said listen people have come before and claimed to be the Messiah but when they were killed all their followers scattered they came they claimed to be somebody but all their followers dispersed after they got killed and what they started came to nothing he says, so listen, y'all, y'all leave these men alone. Let them go. Here's what he said. If their purpose and activity is of human origins, it will fail. But if it is from God, you won't be able to stop it. You will find yourselves fighting against God. Did you catch, did you catch the third point? Where's the third point, pastor? Here it is. Let me show you, not only is there healing in his name, not only is there salvation in his name, but Gamaliel's words tell me that there is victory in his name. Gamaliel said, if this is of God, if this, if this thing is real, then when they say his name, God will fight for them and you won't be able to stand no how. And I want to tell the church today: If we'll just hold on to the name of Jesus, if we will keep Jesus at the center, if we won't compromise the name of Jesus, then God will fight for us, and victory is assured. Listen, look, look, that's that's good news. Ain't nobody hardly in here, so I can go ahead and preach this like I feel it. Let me close. You remember jesus said upon this rock i will build my church and that church will be victorious the gates of hell shall not prevail against the church that wears my name if you are a part of his church and if you wear his name then i've got news for you You share his victory. Victory over the power of sin. Victory over sickness and disease. Victory over depression and mental illness. Victory over poverty and lack. Victory over pornography and perversion. Victory over suicidal thoughts. Victory over the attack of the enemy. Victory in your finances. Victory in your relationships. Victory in every situation. Thanks be to God who gives us the victory through our Lord Jesus Christ i've got news for you i've come to tell you today for that name i'll get in some good trouble for that name i will suffer shame for that name you can talk about me for that name you can persecute me for that name i will go all the way For that name is above every name. God has highly exalted him and given him a name which is above every name. We are healed in his name. We're saved in his name. We pray in his name. We call on his name we're washed in his name we're sanctified in his name we're justified in his name we've been baptized in his name the demons tremble at his name y'all excuse me but the more i call him the better i feel the more I call call on his name the better I feel and sometimes I just have to say Jesus 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 Tough moves when I call His name. Sickness flee when I call His name. Mountains move when I call His name. Jesus, I know you gotta go. I know you got lunch to fix I know you got stuff to do but just let me call him Jesus dare you to hold on to his name I dare you to apply his name to your situation you've called everybody else you've leaned on everybody else maybe it's time to call Jesus name you maybe it's time to say to your lame situation in the name of Jesus be healed there's healing in his name There's salvation in his name. I promise there's victory in his name. I don't, listen, I can only I can only speak for me. But as for me, I'll never let go of his name. You don't want me to come pray at your community event if I can't call on Jesus. Sorry. We can be linked in uh, in social justice issues. We can we can have some dealings but I gotta tell you Jesus is where my center is there's no other name whereby we must be saved no, all truths are not equal if somebody's right somebody's wrong and I gotta tell you I gotta tell you there's there's power in the name power in the name of Jesus if you're here and you're not sure if you're here watching and you're not sure that you're saved I gotta tell you there's power in the name enough to save you enough to rescue you enough to pick you up and start you on your way go ahead Daniel there is power in the name of Jesus you can be saved today Today, there is a name that is so precious, a name that's wonderful to me, a name that's worthy of all praises. Because of him I am made free That name is Jesus Oh how I love him The one who gave his life for me Because of love So unconditional I now have life eternally this name speaks peace unto my storm clouds this name speaks calm unto my fears and when i feel that no one loves me his loving presence is so near that name is jesus oh how i love him the one who gave His life for me Because of love That is so precious I now have life Eternally And so I praise That name Praise earthly dwelling through time and space my soul will soar and finally I'll see the face of Jesus and praise that name forevermore that name is Jesus Oh, how I love him, the one who gave his life for me. Because of love that is so precious, I now have life eternally precious is the name of Jesus. Oh, glorious is the name of Jesus. Wonderful counselor, mighty God is the name of Jesus. I love him. I praise Name of Jesus. Listen, confess with your mouth that Jesus is Lord. Believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead. The Bible says you shall be saved. I promise. I can't promise you an easy walk, but it's worth it. It's worth it. Bless the name of our God. If if you're ready, you can say it with me. Can you say Jesus is Lord? That means he's in charge. He's running stuff and you're not. You alright with that? Jesus is Lord. And if, if you believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, the Bible says you shall be saved. Just drop us a note. Send us a message. And say, hey pastor, I gave my heart to Christ today. If you did that, today is your rebirth day. And you now wear his name praise the name of our God. Let me just let you in on a couple of things. Brother Eddie and sister Carolyn Dixon, their grandson passed. Ryan Allen, he was in an accident this past week. Would you please keep them in your prayers? Keep that family in your prayers. Call out their name before Jesus. Thank God for the Holy Ghost who comforts Please pray for Ryan's family. Would you do that? And Miss Tammy, his mother. On the first Sunday in September, we're getting ready for our next parking lot praise, our next worship on wheels. Prayerfully, you'll be able to be with us first Sunday in September. Mark your calendars. It's coming right around the corner. Drive up. You don't even have to get out of your car. And uh, and we will worship even though we can't worship together physically, at least we'll be in close proximity right here on the campus of the Mount Calvary Church 3375 Pastor S.N. Winston Senior Way Thank you for your continued generosity If you are giving today there are several ways to do it You can give by Givelify, that's an app on your phone Download the app, tap give and you're done you can give by cash app that handle pardon me uh, text to give is the next way and that number is 937-543-5169 you can text and give that way you can give by cash app the handle is dollar sign mt c-a-l-m-b-c or if you'd rather put it in somebody's hands come on by The deacons will be here until about 1230. You can drive through the parking lot. You don't even have to get out of your car. Roll down your window and put your offering in the deacons' glove-covered hands, and they'll be glad to serve you. Listen, we are his people. We wear his name. Wear it proudly. Wear it in the power that comes with that name. There's healing in his name there's salvation in his name and there's victory in his name people ask and I'm quick to say it pastor how do you have the kind of faith that you do and don't get me wrong my faith is growing but my faith is where it is not because of me not because of anything I've done but I simply trust his name and because there's healing in his name and I wear his name I expect healing Because there's salvation in his name and I wear his name, I expect salvation. Because there is victory in his name and I wear his name, I expect victory every time. Don't even get me started. We got to go. Walk in who you are. Do you hear me? God bless you. Thank you for joining us. Now unto him who is able to keep us from falling and to present us faultless before the presence of his glory with exceeding joy. To the only wise God, our Savior, be glory and majesty, dominion and power, both now and forever. Let all the saints agree together. Amen. God bless you.